Welcome to RCCG, Jesus Worship Centre, Brisbane, Queensland. A place of God's word, power and praise. Where Christ's love reigns, champions are raised, dreams come true. Listen and God bless you. holy name everlasting God the King of Kings the Lord of Lords the one that was and is and ever shall be Jehovah we praise your holy name Jehovah Jireh the one that provides for our needs Jehovah Rapha the God that he led us Jehovah Shammah the one that is ever breath, present Jehovah Shalom the God of peace Jehovah Sikenu in a world where there's so much sin, you are our righteousness. The El Shaddai God, the mighty one in battle, the holy God, the Alpha, the Omega. Lord, you are greater than the greatest, but you are higher than the highest. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we adore you. Lord, we magnify you. Father, all of our praise and worship will ascend unto your holy name, Lord. Father, accept us and accept our praise. Thank you, precious Savior. Thank you, Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' name. Brethren, Please, just before we are seated, there's an old SU song that says, I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, he kindly will help me. He ever loves and cares for his own. We just take a few standards. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot be every bothers alone in my distress he kindly will help me he ever loves and cares for his own I must tell Jesus I must tell Jesus I cannot I must tell Jesus all of my troubles. He is a kind, compassionate friend. If I but ask him, he will deliver. And in my griefs with me, he will blend. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. Jesus, 
And before you sit down, what is that thing you want to tell Jesus? Go ahead and tell him. What is that thing that is so heavy that even a spouse cannot understand? A child cannot understand. A boss cannot understand. For Jesus and Jesus alone can understand. Go ahead and tell him. What is that thing? It might be a burden. A choir sang that we have a special friend in Jesus who all our needs can bear. Tell him that body. Tell him that problem that is giving you sleepless nights. Brethren, tell it to him. Jesus can help us. Jesus alone. Tell him. Tell him. Father, this morning, Lord, you know my problems. Lord, you know my challenges. Lord, you know the things that keep me awake through the night. Precious Lord, I present myself and I present those things to you. Father, Lord, take control. Father, answer me in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Brethren, please be seated. God bless you. Brethren, the Redeemed Christian Church of God has a program going on right now. Does any of, you, of us know what it is? What? Fasting and prayer. Praise the Lord. By God's special grace, RCCG is going through a 50-day prayer and fasting which started on the 11th of January. And just for those of us that may not know, today is day 26. That means we are exactly halfway. Praise the Lord. We give special thanks to the Lord for our prayer department and some committed brethren who have not allowed the fire on their altar of prayer to go them. And they have been praying every single day, except Wednesdays and Sundays when we have church service. We thank God for those brethren. They've been coming together from 5.30 to 6 on all of those days to pray for ourselves and for the church. The church got a word of wisdom recently that we need to spend more time praying. That we are indeed preaching a lot, we are saying a lot of sermons, but we need to spend more time praying. So even though we are praying in those buckets, we find that there is the same group of people. And so we decided to bring it to church on a Sunday because by God's grace, Sunday is when church service is full. So permit me this morning, rather than a usual sermon, we're going to spend today talking about the effective fi uh, fasting and prayer. That's what we are discussing this morning. And by God's grace, we'll spend some time praying. Effective fasting and praying. Effective fasting and praying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brethren, if you look at the book of Luke chapter 11, verse 1, you see that it talks about the fact that Jesus was praying in a certain place. And after he finished, you know, his disciples said to him that he should teach them how to pray. Just as the disciples of John, you know, prayed. So brethren, disciples of John prayed. The disciples of Jesus prayed. Prayer is something, just as an introduction. Prayer, the dictionary says, is devout petition to an object of worship. It's a spiritual communion with God. Praise the Lord. So prayer is a communion. It's a discussion between one and a supreme being. And because we are Christians, of course, our supreme being is God the Father. And we pray to him through his son, Jesus Christ, because our scripture tells us that it's through his name that we should come to our Father. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Brethren, there are so many different types of prayers. There is prayer of repentance, which is what we always love to start with. Because the Bible tells us that if we harbor iniquity in our hearts, our prayers will be hindered. So whenever we come before the Lord in prayer, the first thing we ought to do is to pray a prayer of repentance. Then, of course, there is supplication. You know, there is adoration. There is confession. 
Confession could be another word for repentance, but confession could be also in terms of decreeing things that they come to happen. Like when we decree in this church and say we will not die, we shall live to declare the words of the Lord in this land of the living. That is a confession. Praise the Lord. Brethren, there is prayer of thanksgiving. There is prayer of intercession. Remember Job? It was after he interceded on behalf of his friends, having forgiven them, that all of that restoration happened. So I don't know if you are in the house and there's a particular restoration you've been seeking God for. I want to challenge you. Have you forgiven your friends and those that have offended you? Have you interceded on their behalf rather than praying for them to die? Praise the Lord. Brethren, there is personal prayer and there is corporate prayer. Listening and meditation are part of prayer. Praise the Lord. How do we pray? The book of Luke 2 to 4 tells us how to pray. And it says, Our Father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, that will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And Mark chapter 6 continues to 13. It says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And praise the Lord. Brethren, in that simple prayer, which many of us were taught in primary school, and I hope we are teaching our children, in that simple prayer as it were, we see the how of praying. That means we come before the Lord and say, Hallowed be thy name. You come before him and you say, Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. You adore him. You don't just walk into him and, and say, Father, give me this, give me that. You adore him. That's why we bless God for our worship and music team. They are doing an excellent job. You know, hallowing the name of the Lord, bringing us into his presence. Brethren, we come into the presence of the Lord, hallowing his name. Praise the Lord. And then all that thy kingdom come is still hallowing the name of the Lord. He says that will be done in heaven as on earth. And then it's only before that he begins to say, give us this day our daily bread. Having hallowed the name of the Lord, the next thing is to ask for daily bread and all of the other needs. But brethren, I dare say that even before that, the forgive us our sins should actually come first. Because in other parts of the scripture, we've been told clearly that we have to make sure our hearts are clean before, you know, so that our prayers will not be hindered. And so it says, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. That's what the book of Luke says. But, you know, another place says, forgive us as our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. So I dare say that a condition for God forgiving you your trespasses is you're forgiving others their trespasses. Hello? Hello? Praise the Lord. So that is the how of prayer. We can go into other details, but the how is simple. It's just a communion. Prayer is something you don't really teach people. Because, God forbid, you're faced with an accident or a terrible thing. Everybody screams out for help to God. But we are just laying some precepts. Where should we pray? Brethren, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. That's what um, 2 Thessalonians tells us. It says we should pray without ceasing. That means pray all of the time. But some people have designed certain places in their hearts that they believe they must pray to. That's okay. Because Jesus loved to pray in the mountain. But that doesn't mean he didn't pray in other places. So if you go to the Bible, you see that, you know, several places in Scripture. Matthew 26, 42. You know, 
it tells us, no, Luke 6, verse 12, and Luke 5, verse 16, and Mark 6, 46. All of these talk about the mountain or wilderness as somewhere the Lord prayed. But I want to challenge us as it's not so much about going to, I don't need to go to Mount Kuta to pray. The important thing is that he was looking for a solitary place. And you also see that in scripture. And so, brethren, it's not like if you are in the office, you come into the office, you begin to scream so that everybody will notice that you are praying. Go to a solitary place. But if it's not possible, and because certain circumstances we find ourselves in, you don't even have time to look for a quiet place. Praise the Lord. So a quiet place is preferred. But when you can't help it, pray everywhere without ceasing. Praise the Lord. Brethren, the when we should pray, you know, the situation you find yourself in dictates the when. But again, if you follow the example of Jesus, a lot of times the Bible tells us that early in the morning he prayed. And as for the duration, Luke 6 verse 12 tells us he prayed all night. Well, we know that we have to go to work in the morning, so we may not be able to pray all night. But brethren, I just want to encourage us, make out specific times to pray. That's what is important. Make out specific times. And so that you don't miss it. Don't say, I'll pray anytime. Mark out if it's 5 a.m. Let it be an appointment with the Lord. Let this be your sweet hour of prayer, 5 to 6 every morning or 4 to 5 or whatever time it is that is convenient for those that run shift. But be consistent with that time. And if because of shift work or other things you can't, make it a duty. Some Christians say pray a tight of the day. I haven't seen that in scripture, but if you can, a tight is a tent. That means 24 hours means 2 hours 40 minutes. If you can. Again, that's not in scripture, but bottom line is spend quality time with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Remember, we are discussing effective prayer and fasting. Effective prayer and fasting. And so we've talked about praying. What about fasting? Brethren, fasting is something that I don't know if we are aware that all different religions do. Muslims fast. Buddhists fast. The traditional religious um, people in different countries of the world, they fast. And what does fasting mean? It's simply denying yourself of certain things at certain periods in reverence to a deity to settle certain matters. Does that make sense? Brethren, and so if the redeemed Christian church of God is fasting at this period, even non-Christians fast. So I want you to be aware that if you are not fasting, you are cheating yourself. Brethren, Jesus fasted. In the book of Matthew 4 verse 2, you see that before the temptation of Satan, Jesus fasted. If you go to the Old Testament, Moses, before receiving the commandments, fasted for 40 days. That you see in Deuteronomy 9, 9 to 18. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says in that Matthew 4 verse 2, it says Jesus, when he had fasted. When? When? And you see many places that tells us about when we fast. The Isaiah 58, when you have time, go home and read it. It says when you fast. It doesn't say if you fast. That means it's a given that you fast. So if you are here and you are eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 365 days of, of, the, of your life, you are wasting your spiritual time. Brethren, when you fast, you have to fast. Moses fasted, like I mentioned earlier. Daniel fasted. Elijah fasted. So you cannot just be saying, God, I want the power of Elijah. I want to be as powerful as Elijah. 
That man fasted. He wants his power to do what he did. He fasted 40 days. David fasted while he was mourning for his child's illness. Paul, if you look at 2 Corinthians 11.27, he fasted. And I can go on and on. Ezra fasted while mourning over the sin of his people. Esther, we're all aware. A lot of women, they want to be like Esther. God, let my husband favor me like King Ahasuerus favored Esther. Have you done what Esther did? <laughs> Instead of fighting with that man, have you set aside three days like Esther did and said, if I perish, I perish? And we have doctors in the house. I don't think you will perish by fasting a fast correctly. No one will perish. Brethren, Esther fasted for the safety of her people, not just for herself. And we can go on and on. The Bible tells us in Matthew 17, verse 21, you know, when Jesus was asked, asked who had seen that a child was in a particular way, what did the Lord say? He said, how be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Media, please let me to put that up. Matthew 17, 21. How be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. That means prayer is powerful. Fasting is powerful. But if you want effective answers, you have to combine the two. When you add the power of fasting to the power of prayer, then you will get answers speedily. Praise the Lord. Brethren, there are different types of fasting. The type that Daniel fasted in the Bible was the Daniel fast, which is 10 days where he did without the king's food, like he called it. So for those of us like me that like chocolate... Daniel set aside a period where he said no chocolate, no, no um, cakes, no, none of those sweet things. He ate vegetables and pulses. And at the end of the day, the Bible recorded that his face was radiant. So save some money on cosmetics and spend some time eating on vegetables, eating vegetables and clean food, not processed food. Brethren, the Bible also talks about the total or what some people call the complete fast. And the total fast is the fast where, for instance, Jesus for 40 days finished fasting and the Bible said that he was hungry. But the Bible did not say he was thirsty. So that makes a lot of Bible scholars to believe that for that period he was drinking water or maybe fluids. So you want to do a total fast. You can say, okay, for 21 days, for 10 days, for 40 days, I want to do a total fast, no solids. If you are thirsty, drink water. If you need to go to the office... You can take some apple juice because it doesn't have acid in it. Or you can take some coconut water. Not, not, not full juice that will fill you up. And then you can do that for 40 days and you have enough energy. I'm not a medical professional, but I understand that medically it's been proven that for 40 days on fluids, you will still be fine. You will not die fasting in Jesus' name. Brethren, there's also the absolute fast, which is what Esther did. When Esther fasted for three days, she said, me and my maids. She said her maids should fast for her. But she's not like some of us that will say, oh, the intercessors will fast for us. My mother is fasting for me. No. She fasted with her maids for three days and three nights. No food, no water. Don't go beyond three days without water. Then there is what the Redeemed Christian Church of God is doing right now, which is called a partial fast. So if you are doing 50 days and you are feeling very tough, <laughs> That's a partial fast. Because you are eating once in the day. 
You are breaking at 6 p.m. That's a partial fast. And brethren, that's what we are calling you into. And we are saying that 25 days is gone. 25 days are gone. And we are encouraging our brethren to join. That's partial. That is not complete. It's not absolute. Praise the Lord. If for medical reasons you can't join any of this fasting, the Lord understands. You can say instead of 6 p.m., you can break at 3 p.m., you can break at 12. Or you can eat throughout the day but do the Daniel fast, eat vegetables, eat clean food. The Lord understands. Praise the Lord. Brethren, if we want to go into people in Scripture that prayed and fasted and there were answers, we know so many of them. We've mentioned the case of Esther. Where decrees were reversed because a woman fasted. Decrees. A whole country's problem. For those of us abusing our countries, abusing our leaders, they are too old, they are too young, have you fasted? Esther, a woman of like passion, she prayed and the decree of death against the nation was turned around. Daniel fasted. And rather than being stopped from fasting and praying, Daniel, because of his fast, the king changed his mouth. The one who had put him in the den of lions changed the decree to be that everyone had to worship the God of Daniel. What about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? They prayed. And brethren, you know what happened? There was a fourth man in that fiery furnace. Brethren, I just thought we should give ourselves this, you know, just this nuggets about the fact that when we pray and fast, power comes out of it. Praise the Lord. In our generation, people have fasted and have prayed and things have happened. We hear of great men of God like John Wesley, we hear of, you know, um, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember the man who said, give me Scotland or I die. Yeah? Men prayed for their nations. People fasted for their nations. But then we are going to stand up in the little time we have left. With an understanding, I want you to make a commitment that from today, you will pray and you will fast. I know we've all been praying. I know we've all been fasting. But I want us to have a renewed commitment to fasting and prayer that are effective. Brethren, just stand up and begin to pray for yourself. We have just six minutes to go. So in these six minutes, I want you to pray for yourself. A sister that took the workers meeting this morning, she didn't know the topic of the message. But she took, she led the prayer, and she led the workers in a teaching on higher grounds. Brethren, can you begin to pray for yourself and say, Father, take me to higher grounds. Please open your mouth and pray wherever you are. Father, take me to higher grounds in 2023. Higher grounds in my prayer life. Higher grounds in my fasting life. Higher grounds in my Christian life. Lord, I want to have a better walk with you. Father, help me to be more effective as a Christian, even as I, I fast and I pray in a better way. Brethren, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Brethren, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Everlasting God, we are praying today that you take us to higher grounds in terms of our prayer life, in terms of our fasting life. In every way, we have left prayer to when we are tired and just about to sleep, and then we sleep off. Father, let there be a change. Brethren, are you praying? I said you should pray for yourself that the Lord will transform your prayer life. That the fire upon your altar of prayer will not go down. That that altar will keep glowing. 
that when you have a problem, rather than being confrontational, rather than being vindictive or bitter, you will take it to the Lord in prayer. Father, we are praying today, help us, O oh Lord, that indeed we will have more effective prayers and fasting, O oh Lord, as Christians. My Lord and my God, help us that we will be more effective in our prayer life from today. That Lord will be more effective in our fasting life. Father, help us. Brethren, time did not allow us to talk about hindrances to prayer and fasting. But we know that one of them is weights. Some of us have so many weights that are pulling us down. I want us to pray at this point. Father, every weight that is stopping me from praying effectively, that is stopping me from fasting effectively, Father, remove those weights from my life. Lighten my body, no Lord. I take upon myself the yoke of Jesus, which is light. Father, Lord, help me. Lord, lighten my body. Brethren, pray for yourself that the Lord will help you to drop weights. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 2 verse 21 that if a man purges himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Brethren, pray for yourself that the Lord will help you, that your life will be purged. Father, this morning I pray for myself and for your congregation, Lord. That, Lord, you purge us from sin, from every way that so easily besets us. Father, purge us from talkativeness, purge us from being busybodies, purge us from, being, from stepping on one another's toes, purge us from unforgiveness. Lord, purge us from malice. Father, Lord, please purge us. Purge us, O Lord. Purge me, Lord. Purge me, Lord, every weight that is pulling me down, stopping me from praying and fasting effectively. Today, destroy those weights, oh Lord. Father, help me. Brethren, we are going to pray next, even for ourselves. What is that thing in your life? There are very many reasons for which you come to God in prayer. For some of us, it is because we want even higher ground spiritually. We've prayed for higher ground spiritually. I want you at this point to present that matter before God one more time. Do you want a promotion? Present it to God. Is your visa problem becoming almost impossible? Present it to God. Is a God with whom there's nothing impossible? Is it a marital problem? Present it to God. There's no understanding between you and your spouse. The more you try, the more problems seem to increase. Present it before God. Ah, present that matter before God. Father, Lord, behold your children as our faces differ, so do our needs differ. But Lord... You can answer every one of us that our joy may be full. Lord, he said you should ask that our joy may be full. This morning your children are asking. Whatever it is that your children need, Father, provide. Oh, for those asking for the fruit of the womb, Lord. Father, you said that none shall be barren. Father, we need the children. We need the children. For those that have one or two and they need many more that their quivers be full. Lord, provide. Lord, provide. Father, provide. Restoration of lost opportunities or lost positions. Father, Lord, we speak forth your restoration this morning. Father, restore to us all that we've lost. Brethren, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Oh, some of us have lost relationships. Precious relationships. Some of us have fought with people that are our, 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 our kingdom helpers. The Lord has sent some people to be our destiny helpers. But out of carelessness, some of us have made the mistake of ruining those relationships. Father, I commit myself to to you right now. In any way that I've messed up every precious relationship you put me into. Father, have mercy. Forgive me. Have compassion upon me. Lord, please help me. Lord, help me. Brethren, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Father, Lord, please help me. My Lord and my God, pray. Lord, help me, Lord. 
Father, please help me. My eyes are upon you. My eyes are upon you. Lord, my eyes are upon you. Help me, loving God. Father, Lord, help me. Lord, my eyes are upon you. Father, indeed, I pray, help me. That, Lord, indeed, my prayers will be answered. And from today, indeed, Lord, I will take everything to you in prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Everlasting God, I want to give you praise. Lord, in this short space that we have, we've touched on even the topic of effective praying and fasting. But Lord, you know, we have not even scratched it enough. Talk less of doing enough, giving it enough depth. And so my prayer this morning is that as your children go home, through the day, Holy Spirit divine, teach them by your spirit. Teach us by your spirit. Explain the things we don't understand to us. Reveal the meaning of things to us. Father, help us answer our questions regarding prayer and fasting. And the things in our lives for which we have prayed, we have fasted, and the answers haven't come. Father, Lord, every prince of Persia, withholding our prayers, Lord, remove them. Precious Lord, answer our prayers. Answer our prayers. Help us to go to spiritual heights, O Lord, for we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Have you been impacted by this message? Please share your experience with the pastor of the church, either via email, info at rccgjesusworshipcenter.org.au or please call plus 614 662 580.